All right, welcome back to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week, this month, we are taking a look at the book Winner Takes All and reviewing it. I had the pleasure of interviewing Sharish Nakarni, the author of the book Winner Takes All, Case Studies in How Online Marketplaces Are Creating Modern Monopolies. The podcast episode will be available at Product by Design in the coming weeks. So don't forget to check that one out. Go over and follow Product by Design wherever you're listening to your podcast. And of course, follow this one as well. I also read his latest book, uh, which again is Winner Takes All and want to give my thoughts here. So let's dive in. So Winner Takes All delves into the world of online marketplaces and how they are shaping the modern economy. It gives a brief history of digital marketplaces, starting with some of the earliest, like eBay and Craigslist, and then goes through the evolution of those marketplaces, from general listings to unbundling to modern marketplaces. It walks through a number of case studies regarding marketplaces as well, how they were created and other important considerations. The book also provides case studies and insights into how these marketplaces are creating monopolies and dominating various industries. So marketplaces are different from other products and services. Building new ones can be difficult, but also provide unique opportunities. So I have a couple key takeaways from this book. First up, solve a problem. As with any product or service, the key to building a good marketplace is to solve a specific problem. Building a business or a product simply because you want to build something is a recipe for disaster. But solving a problem is a recipe for success. That's the story of OpenTable. And the book details how Chuck Templeton, founder of OpenTable, saw a specific big problem. Quoting from the book, The idea came to him because his wife had to spend several hours on a Saturday morning on the phone trying to find suitable a suitable restaurant to take his visiting in-laws. So at the time... Most restaurants didn't have computers or internet connections, so they managed reservations using pen and paper. So he had to call to see about a reservation, which is still often the case with many restaurants, though many, many restaurants are now on platforms like OpenTable and other places where you can make online reservations, check if there's availability, if there's tables, things like that. So really focusing on solving a specific problem when creating a marketplace or when creating anything really. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the book talks a lot about focusing, focusing narrowly, especially as you're as you're starting out or building a marketplace. To achieve the best results, we should all focus our efforts. And this is, again, a key lesson from the book, from building marketplaces in general. When creating, jumpstarting, or scaling a marketplace, we have several ways that we can narrow our focus as the book discusses. First, we can focus on specific areas or niches rather than trying to create a market for everyone. The book uses a few examples to illustrate this point. OfferUp, an online marketplace for secondhand goods, began by focusing on the Bellevue, Seattle market rather than many cities or areas at once. Rover did the same thing, beginning in Seattle and focusing on a single geographical area. And DoorDash also began by focusing just on the Palo Alto restaurants and the area around it. So that is a first big thing, is focusing on 
potentially specific areas. And second, we should focus on a single side of the marketplace. Often the best place to start is to focus on suppliers. Now, this can be different depending on uh, different marketplaces or circumstances, but as a general rule, the book suggests focusing on the side, the supplier side. By bringing supply to the marketplace, we can draw in buyers or customers who wouldn't otherwise have any reason to participate. So a good example of this is Instacart, which began its business by scraping the inventory of a Safeway store and putting its items onto Instacart for users to select and purchase. After it gained traction through this, it was able to bring in more buyers and then convince more sellers to join as well. So again, it started on the supply side and then brought in uh, next the buyers and then additional suppliers. So that is the second thing, focus narrowly, which frankly is good advice for just about anything. And third, build trust. To build a good marketplace, we need to build trust. Marketplaces and companies can build trust through multiple channels, and the book discusses a number of them. First, we can allow for reviews. Uh, we see this fairly often with customer reviews, but we can also allow seller reviews. And this is the model eBay adopted. The founder set up the first reputation system to address the need for trust. So quoting again from the book, he set up a feedback forum where the sellers and buyers could work out their disputes. Users were allowed to give one another a rating of a plus one, a minus one, or a neutral. And thus began the first reputation system on the web, which of course is now a significant part of just about every marketplace. And depending on the marketplace, we can add assurances for the users as well. In the case of Airbnb, they insured hosts, so more hosts would feel comfortable renting out rooms or houses to guests. In case anything happened, Airbnb had them covered. In a similar way, a generous refund, refund policy also builds trust by ensuring that buyers will get what they paid for. Amazon, of course, is well known for its generous refund policy and, frankly, no questions asked returns. So those are a number of ways to build trust. And of course, the book dives into a number of other ones as well, depending on the marketplace. So the book goes into a lot of additional detail on metrics for marketplaces, monetization strategies, different business models. If you're building or working on a marketplace or just want to understand the history of our modern digital marketplace, this is a great read. And I expect I'll be referencing it periodically for the stories and as a guide for marketplaces, which has already come in handy in some of the work that I've been doing uh, serendipitously. So that is this uh, month's book, Winner Takes All by Sharish Nadkarni, and uh, this month's uh, book review and this week's podcast. So if you like this, don't forget to follow us wherever you get uh, your podcasts. Uh, you follow uh, Product Thinking, as well. Um, you can follow or you can subscribe to the newsletter over at productthinking.cc. Uh, we do a weekly newsletter uh, with additional benefits for those who upgrade to a paid subscription. So you can do either support what we're doing. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans at the same user handle on TikTok as well. And you can follow this podcast and newsletter on Twitter and TikTok at Product Thinking, just one T in the middle. And until next time, keep questioning all those assumptions. <laughs>